Welcome to the Cosmic Business Breakthrough Podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Palace, and this podcast is for soulful entrepreneurs who want to harness the cosmic power of astrology to elevate their message, unlock flow, and attract their best clients ever. Join me every week and get excited to discover how you can use the energy of the cosmos to get the business breakthrough you've been waiting for. Okay, welcome back to a special episode of the Cosmic Business Breakthrough podcast. Today, I am joined by the amazing Lauren White, who is a qualified sexologist and a business mentor who activates you to step out of your little girl and be the red-blooded woman for a climactic business, body, and bedroom. She's an author, and she's also the host of an upcoming or yet-to-be-released podcast called White Hot Business, Mm -hmm. and I am so excited for this podcast release. But the reason that I want to talk to Lauren today is not only because she has been one of my amazing mentors, but because now we've flipped the script a little bit and I am working with her as her cosmic business support person Mm -hmm. or mentor. And we are going to get into why that's happening as we go. But Lauren's expertise is really in helping us as particularly female entrepreneurs claim back our power, our visibility, and our pleasure in business. Mm. And I just think this is so important as we step into 2024 with the energies at play, particularly with a lot of this energy playing out around truth or reality versus unreality, you know, this whole AI world that we're really stepping into in 2024 and we're going to be going into the next couple of decades. How do we claim back our own power and stand out in the market? That's what that's what we're here to talk about today, but not just in our business, also in our personal lives, in the bedroom, in all the ways that we need to reclaim ourselves as women. So thank you so much for joining me today, Lauren. It's an absolute pleasure. I've had this on the calendar for a while now, and I've felt the momentum building towards being here today. So I'm excited that I can finally release and unleash. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. I love that. (laughs) So for people who don't know you, and haven't heard you because you have been on this podcast before, Let's, you know, going back to right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Tell us about how this comes together, this idea of your experience and knowledge and expertise as a sexologist and connecting that with your experience and expertise as a business mentor. Why did they come together so beautifully and, and how does it all work? Yeah, it's a fabulous question and one a marriage that's organically happened over the years. I want to emphasize this hasn't been a one day I'll wake up and I'll marry these incredible bodies of work and and highlight the overlap to hundreds and thousands of women. It's been an evolution. And I mean, really, it came from the place of noticing that 
the more satisfied I was within my sensual self and my personal power and my authority, the more my business grew. There is and remains to this day this clear correlation between personal satisfaction, how at ease I am with my pleasure, how much I indulge my own pleasure, how much I play and explore and experiment through my body and how my business goes. And this gift, this gem, this treasure of knowledge and wisdom that I now carry, I want every other woman in on the secret. I want every other woman in on this secret so that she can experience a revolution within herself that is then reflected into her business. How does that go with your clients? Like what do you think is the main thing that you are kind of reigniting in them Mm. when, when they come to you? What is the main thing that's going on and why do we need this so much? Yeah. The main thing that my clients are going through is some sort of transition. It's like they know something big is coming. They know there's this more that they want to access within their personal lives and their professional endeavours, and they know that they need an up-level or an upgrade within their what I call their personal operating system in mm-hmm. order to be primed for what to hold all of that, to hold the wealth that they want to hold, to be the magnetic woman that they want to be, to exude the power that they want and the presence that they want to have when they're on stage or when they're online. And when they know that and they come across my work, they recognize that they need that reignition, they need that remembering of what it is that turns them on, what it is that does it for them, what it is that they're most intensely passionate about. And all that's happened is that at some point, the volume on their head became incredibly high and the volume on their body and their spirit and their what I call their turn on, that just went really low under a bunch of stories, conditioning, working in quite patriarchal systems or corporate, that's all that's happened and they're Mm. looking for that reignition because now they're doing their own thing and they don't have to do things in this old systematic, stale, this is the way it's done. They recognise, oh, I'm doing this because I want freedom but how free am I if I'm just Mm. doing things the way that I think that I should rather than the way that works for me, the way that excites me, the way that gets my blood pumping through my veins. And normally when they come across my work, they go through this awakening of sorts, just hearing that this is possible for them and that's how they come into contact with this new possibility that maybe they knew was available but didn't have a like tangible access to it and there is Mm -hmm. that reawakening. It's like, oh, it can be different, it can be better, it can be more. Yeah, and that's certainly why I came to you when I came to you, I think in 2022, the beginning of 2022 was mm-hmm. was I realised even though I had pivoted my business and I was going through that transition in mm-hmm. my business, 
I was like, there's something here that I need to access more of myself. I need to access more of myself and I need to get into my authority and I need to get into my body more and all of that kind of thing in order to feel more powerful. And it was because of the work that we did together that I launched this podcast because I felt more in my power and in my body and in my my own pleasure as well, like mm. knowing what direction I could go in that would really, yeah, turn me on and make mm. me excited about my business again. So I love the connection between, and I, maybe this is also my Taurus, you know, finding the pleasure is so important, right, in life and being excited about what we do really is what attracts people to us. If we're not excited about our work, Who's going to care Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about, about what we're talking about or what we're working on? Like it's just, it's a turn off, isn't it? It is it's a like, turn off. You've got to be in that, you've got to be in that zone yourself in order yeah. to attract the right kinds of opportunities and clients and money and all of that stuff to you. So I love this. Yeah. I love this work. Yeah. You're absolutely just, yeah, just before you go on, you've hit a really salient point that I've said so many times to people, you have to love your offer the most. That is your obligation as a business owner to be so deeply in love with your with your offer within your beautiful business that you love the most yes. as well. And that way it just rolls off the tongue. It just feels easeful. It's like when you feel proud and you feel like this is a no-brainer this is just so incredible. It's so rich. It's so juicy. It's such a turn on, turning me on. It's making my nipples hard to talk about it. I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> when you get to that, it's easy. You create this standard and then when mm-hmm. you, you notice if you're at another vibration and I know you've seen me do this, I just pull a rabbit out of the hat and I just go, this sounds cool. And like, does that offer get taken up? No. But when does it get taken up? It gets taken up when I'm at that vibration of this is a no-brainer, like this is incredible and I believe in it and, yeah, it's just that that is such an important part of running a turned-on business. Yes, absolutely. Let's talk about taking our power back when it comes to our brand, our personal brand, our voice, our message obviously, but also the way that we present ourselves because as I talked about in the intro, we're up against some pretty significant astrology in the coming years, in this year and in the following years. And I don't just mean that like we're up against the astrology. I mean the astrology and the general energy of this time is that we are going through a massive transition around technology and in particular artificial intelligence and what that might mean for imagery, what that might mean for our words, what that might mean for our online presence in general, which is so important in business, and understanding what's true, what's real about that Mm. person and what's AI generated Mm. is going to become more and more blurred. And we are struggling to set ourselves apart And so there is this kind of tendency to go, well, maybe AI can help me with this. Maybe AI can come up with this great image or this great website or whatever it is to help me position myself. But what I love about what you work with female entrepreneurs on is really allowing them to 
take their own power back and show themselves in their fullest expression. Mm-hmm. I'd love for you to talk about why that's so important in this age of AI and like, you know, what's been your experience so far and what have you noticed about this trend to want to improve, and I'm using quotation marks, improve ourselves Mm. through the use of artificial intelligence so that we're more palatable? Mm. Yeah, it's something that I've thought a lot about in recent months and I've and what's given me that food for thought is tapping into my personal Facebook feed in particular and seeing some of the women that I'm connected with using AI images of themselves like very obvious AI images of themselves with a caption and I find it fascinating to observe how I respond to that when I witness it. And put plainly, the first thing I think is not real. And as someone who has truth and authenticity as my top six values that have remained unchanged for the last 12 or so years, I find it really fascinating to go, I know that 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 woman is incredible. I know her unique voice is incredible. But to just see this fake picture of her, synthetic picture of her is quite jarring to me. And I know that that's not her and that's not all of her and it can be fun and playful. I just find it fascinating that we are in a deficit of realness, of authenticity, of truth, of this is my turn on, this is my turn on, not yours, not yours, not yours, this is my turn on, this is what I feel compelled to say. Like we are all hungry for that Mm. and for this to be moving into this era and to have that diluted with something that isn't real, as good as the words may be, I'm curious about who chooses to take up those offers or enlist that service when there's a repetitive use of AI. I'm curious to see where this goes and I don't have the answers right now. I can speak for myself and say it's a turnoff. I've always been fascinated with the taboo. Sophia's done my chart extensively and the words that she said to me once that completely stuck with me were just do what Jupiter wants you to do. Just do what (laughs) Jupiter wants you to do. And what Jupiter wants me to do is my Jupiter is in Scorpio and it wants, it says you are very comfortable speaking about the taboo, the things that no one wants to talk about, quote unquote, the truth. And I just say that's my truth Mm. at any given moment. That's a completely changeable aspect of my identity as it is for everyone. And as someone who values those deep conversations and deep tones and textures and I love colour and I love gold and I love I love the Art Deco period, I'm obsessed with it, and I just, that richness. And when I see an AI image, I go, I get how fantastical it is and it really, mm. there's a part of it that it initially ignites my fantasy world, which is very rich, 
But I immediately just go, but it's not real. Like I can't go to Mm. that place and taste it and experience it and choose to be in it. So it feels like Mm. a tease to me, but not a tease that leads you somewhere, leads you to a climax, feels like a tease that just fizzles. And that's my personal Mm. take. So I'm very curious. I'll just add briefly, I've also used AI only to take things that I've said in a transcript. I've taken several transcripts, had someone put them through AI and they do not, it doesn't even sound like me. We have tried like multiple times, multiple different ways. And I'm left feeling incredibly frustrated that I've just read, this does not even sound like my voice. It just sounds like a robot wrote wrote this. Like you've got the words, but I can't feel the feeling. And I'm Mm. curious to know, I know that if I gave you one of the pieces that I put through chat, GT, GPT, GPT. Um, <laughs> I know that you'll go straight away. I know that they're your concepts, but that doesn't sound like you when you, you speak yeah. and when you yeah. express. So I'm I'm mm. curious about using it as a selective tool, but I would never, mark my words, I will never lean all the way back on it because it's not me and it can't emulate mm. me at this point in time. Yeah, and I've talked about AI a few times on this show and the benefits of it as well because mm. I do have a whole episode on how you can use AI to, to do research. And I think there are some things about it that are really going to be very helpful and research is one of those things that AI can help you with or like summarising a lot of information really fast or, you know, but when it comes to your voice and your brand, that is something that that AI can't and shouldn't be able to replicate Mm -hmm. because it should be authentic to you and it should be, yeah, something that people can feel. Yes. And you're right. You don't, you lose the feeling in AI. You lose it because, you know, that's not what it's designed for, right? And then maybe one day it will be. Yeah. But I think then we lose our connection to each other as humans, as people. Mm right, if we rely overly on technology to create our businesses and and run our businesses for us. And we do get already so much assistance from AI Mm. to run our businesses and that will continue. But those things, the brand, the messaging, the the visibility piece, the the imagery, that should be authentic to you. That should be real. Yes. Yes. And there's a story that I wanted to bring up into this this conversation because I saw it. There was a politician in Australia, a female politician, who was recently on the news, and they used a photo of her from that she was she was photographed in a local paper, and one of the television news channels used that photo, and they changed it. They augmented her breasts; her boobs were bigger. They made it look like she was wearing a crop top and she wasn't, you know, in real life. And apparently the news organisation that did this said they they couldn't put it down to a, to a person. It wasn't a person's fault. It was an AI program they were using. And I was like, this is outrageous yeah. <laughs> on a number of fronts. Yeah. First of all, it is absolutely their responsibility to make yes. sure that Images of people are not doctored before they're put on 
before they put on the news. And second of all, why is an AI program altering a woman's image to give her bigger boobs and make her look like she's wearing a midriff top? And what also, what does that mean about what we're doing to ourselves, even from like an Instagram filter perspective? Yeah. We're we're constantly trying now with the power of AI, we're constantly trying to, quote, unquote, improve our appearance to fit some sort of like standard again. Yeah. We're back in that whole whole women uh, need to get up to this certain standard and yet it's so obviously fake. Yes. No, it's so obviously fake and that person is then, the her substance as a politician is removed because yeah. she becomes this objectified image, yep. right? Instead yeah. of without instead her of consent, without her consent, instead mm-hmm. of what she's actually there to talk about, yeah. the focus has become on her physical body and mm-hmm. the fakeness of what what they've done to it. So, reflecting on that in our own businesses, why do you think it's so important when it comes to our our own photography particularly in our businesses that we we really think about creating something that is of substance of authenticity of truth of ourselves instead of using AI yeah oh it's a pleasure to answer this question the first thing that comes to mind is I think the value, what's going to become more valuable than money and is becoming more valuable than money in some ways is presence and attention. And the way that you being congruent in your body with how you hold it and what your brand is in a photo shoot conveys a thousand words in a nanosecond to someone. Like nothing says this is my body of work, like just even one incredible captivating picture that you can capture in a photo Mm. shoot. It says I'm here. It says I'm real. It says this is what I'm about. It says this is what I stand for. It says this is what my standard is. And there's just no way that AI can adequately convey all of that information in one snapshot because it's not real. And what people Mm. say they value is realness, authenticity, presence, those incredible aspects of humanity. And the way that we can capture that in real time is through a photo shoot that conveys exactly what you want it to convey. And Mm. when I see AI, I just think, who is that? Like, where are they? What do they stand for? I can't I can't feel them and experience them the same way I can when I see a real image or Mm. a real video reel or video of someone that I admire, that I'm drawn to, maybe I'm magnetized to. It's a whole different experience. But the main takeaway is an incredible aligned embodied photo shoot says I'm here I'm real and do you want to come along with me for what it is that I'm here to activate, ignite within you? That's what I love most about photo shoots. What do you say to the the women in business who really struggle to have that photo shoot done? Because I think 
the temptation there of AI, and I, I see this both from a from a photo perspective and from a written perspective. Mm. There is such temptation there that you know this is going to solve my problem, and I don't have to face this difficult thing, which is getting in front of a camera and feeling awkward and uncomfortable, and and like I really don't like this part of business of having to be the face or of of like. I don't know how to pose. What do you say to those women who really struggle with the the concept of a photo shoot and therefore AI would be an easy win for them? Yeah, I understand you. I understand what it's like to experience fear and anxiety around fully being seen, especially by a camera and knowing that image is going out into the world and that that might concern you because you don't feel that you have control over how people perceive you. The twist is that when you start to know and love your body, how your body moves, what turns your body on, how to take the concepts of your work and have them drip down into your body and experience a congruent congruent expression of those pillars of your work, when you play with that in private and then you have a brazen enough to put that into a photo shoot, you are saying so many words in one go. Like the dopamine hit that you get now from the relief of like sweeping that under the carpet, if you are truly in this for the long game, and I know that you are if you're listening, then avoiding now just creates a bigger problem later that you have to catch up on. When Mm. you're noticing that you're not standing out from the crowd because you have these images that don't really look like anything, they don't look like you and people can't feel you and they can't experience you because you're hiding and you're masked and you're concealed. So this will become an issue later on that you'll need to address Mm. and then you'll have more to kind of strip back and more to build up in regards to your confidence and your power. Do it sooner rather than later. Feel the rush that is being in your body and experiencing the things that you talk about in your business, what it is that you're here to do. Feel that through your body And start getting good at that because if you want to speak on stage, you have to physically be on stage and you need to be comfortable in your body if you're going to be on stage. So the sooner you do the work in private, the easier it's going to be to bring that out into the public sphere so that people can feel you and be magnetized to you. I can't tell Mm -hmm. you how many clients have come through my work because they've seen me either met me in person or seen me speak and they feel in the in that half an hour or those 45 minutes, they feel all those years of work I've done in real time in an instant and then go on to choose to do the work. That to me is creating a really efficient bridge that's more efficient than rolling out this fake inauthentic content on social media Mm. where your content just gets drowned out by all the other content that looks like yours. This is about standing out. This is about you being in your power and you getting in on the deeper dopamine rush that is being in your body and being seen and heard. I cannot convey 
what a high, what a climax it is when you are seen Mm. in your work and you look out to the audience and you can hear a pin drop. There is no, well, apart from orgasm itself, there is no greater (laughs) sensation. I cannot. So you are missing out and Mm. chasing short dopamine hits that are not going to give you the satisfaction of the big one when you do the deeper work. That fear that we have often around being seen, about posing, about mm-hmm. having our photos taken, about this perceived frivolity of having a photo shoot mm-hmm. in business, which when you are your personal brand, mm-hmm. I get very, um, I get on my soapbox about this, that there is there is nothing frivolous about having a photo shoot when you are a personal brand. No you are the way. goods. You are, you the, are the goods. goods. You are the product and you are the yes. service. <laughs> exactly. So how you, you couldn't sell a product or service without good photos. No. So, no. you know, you have to sell yourself and nobody, and like I've, I've had this conversation with many a copywriting client, you know, or and a, as a business advisor, you want to hide. Your instinct is to hide, but people want to connect with people. People want to connect with you. They want to see your face. They want to they want to go, oh, that person looks, feels inviting to mm. me. And I, and I don't want to get this confused with that person looks like me or looks, it's not about working with people who are the same as you. Yes. It's about working with people who feel like you can feel their energy mm. and you feel invited into their world. What I love about the work that you do is it's not about any kind of photos. It's not about like that, let's just take that, you know, office <laughs> headshot on the white wall, <laughs> ground, you know, or even those original, like we, we've talked about this before, like the original photos that I did for my business, you know, you're sitting there at your desk with the laptop or in the <laughs> coffee shop with your laptop. I was a copywriter, you know, fair enough. <laughs> but that was like the stock standard. That's what you do. Yeah. But there's no real feeling of the brand. There's no real feeling of me as a person who I'm interacting with with that. You've really got to be able to bring yourself to the table. Yes. And that's how then people go, oh, yeah, that that's a person that I want to be in their energy. I sense them. I feel their presence through that photo and through their words. Like, you know, what yes. I do is is words. But I think it's a, it's such a combination of both and you can't think that having having your photos done is frivolous when people have to connect with that, yeah. with yeah. you. And importantly, having your photos done and and when you have your photos done, being able to channel that, being able to channel that experience through the photos, that takes it to the next level. And that's what I loved. I was at your most recent photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I watched you go through that process of channeling that into the, the photos and and that is quite a, a, a cool thing to watch. And I think if yeah. anybody wants to experience that themselves, they absolutely have to work with you. <laughs> Unless you know how to do this yourself. It's not, I don't think this na- this comes to us naturally. It's like anything that comes through our own maturity you know Mm. like comes with a little bit of it comes with our maturity you know and as women in our 40s we often we feel more comfortable in our bodies generally right 
So it might be easier for us now. Not if, Some people feel really comfortable in their bodies from a young age, but I, I think that a lot of women feel that pressure and that the thing that we were talking about earlier, like this pressure to conform to a certain standard and then that's what makes them feel awkward and mm. like, you know, am I going to come across right? But from what I understand from what you teach, it's not about coming across right. It's about coming across as you. Yes. There's no right. Yes, there's no right. There's no right. If you are in your power and pleasure in a photo shoot, you can't lose. You will get cracking photos. You will get exquisite shots. When you move your body, when you are willing to be curious about how you can move your body in different ways in the different outfits that you choose. This is not about being a good dancer. This is none of those. It's none of those things. It's about capturing natural human magnetic expressions that we, that are available to all of us when we are willing to go beyond this plastic smile that we think we have to plaster on in order to look quote unquote friendly as women and nice oh, and yeah, approachable that. and hospitable and you know, concepts that I work with women within their businesses because it's concepts like that that are keeping them suspended from their turn on and are mm. draining their magnetism and their power dry. So the the photo shoot, it's about the thing that I love, one of the many things I love about a photo shoot is that how it marks a moment in time and marks mm. a moment in your evolution. It's like a timestamp. And yeah. I can think of all of my photo shoots over the years and know exactly what energy I was in and what my messaging was and what was so important to me at that time. And I love it. I'd go, oh, that was the time when I was talking about that. And it was really important to me. That's the time, that's the phase that I went through there. And that's just part of it. It's it marks mm. this moment in time. And my daughters see my photos and they go, wow, like that's so cool. And then they'll see an outfit that I've worn in a mm. photo shoot. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's about that role modeling. It's about so much more than me. It's about who is, who is seeing that imagery, who mm. is getting permission from you to be something yeah. that's locked inside of them. And I just use it as an incredible opportunity. And you have to remember it's such a powerful investment in your business and yourself because your images become your podcast imagery, mm. right? It becomes yeah. what you put all over your website. It becomes your profile picture for anything online. It becomes obviously your social media content. Yeah. And something I wanted to say that people might not be tapping into is how my nervous system feels not having photos to roll out versus how it feels having photos and and reels, reels that are mm, already there, yeah. pre-made, that I can cut up, that I can put to any music I want, cannot tell you that is like living my business on the exhale as someone who yes. enjoys the process of marrying the words and the images and values beauty as a Libran and has that score. Yes that Jupiter and Scorpio and all the things that you and I have worked on and really highlighted to leverage to my advantage. So I cannot tell you the relief of just going, oh, it's all there in Dropbox. I don't even have yeah. to scroll through and go, I'll use this one for this messaging. I'll use this one for that. And that's why you get a variety within your photo shoot of different yeah. positioning and movements and 
and outfits. Mm. What I love about the photos too is that coming back to the messaging, like they can Mm. really bring the messaging to life for you as well. If you are in that zone of of channeling your truth, you know, your your essence in the photos, then then they will marry so beautifully with your words. Mm. And especially if your words are coming from that place of authenticity, which, you know, and the, and the messaging is coming from that place of this is really who I am and this is really what I want yeah. to do. And you, and you can get both. You can get the photos yeah. and the words. There's nothing more powerful than that in marketing. Mm-hmm. And it feels good. It feels amazing. And sometimes just to gently insert this in there, sometimes the photos tell me what the words want to be. So if your yeah. words are getting stale mm-hmm. and you book a photo shoot within the next month or two, watch out for the images you're getting back igniting something in mm-hmm. you to write in a way that elevates to the quality of the photos. Just be open to yeah. that. Like if you're feeling just same, Absolutely. same, and it's not really working, it's a great way to reignite the people that are following you and capture their attention in a new way with the photos and the congruent words that come from in here. Yeah, mm. yeah. and there is that sense of when you take when you get that next photo shoot back, it's like, oh, this is the future of my business. Like yes. you're kind of somehow projecting into the yes. future with those photos of where you want to be next. Yes. And then you realise like for me I'm at that point in my business evolution where I'm like I've I've reached that point where I need more photos. I need another mm. photo shoot because, you know, I'm not seeing the future self. I've I've caught up with my photos now. You know, I feel yeah. internally like I've caught up with that that version of me that I was projecting out into the future from my last shoot and so now it's time like what's the next version going to be it's mm. kind of like this exciting like experiment and i think that that comes down to not everyone is going to feel as strongly about imagery right mm. as maybe you and i are but yeah. i think if you know yourself know your chart too because like for me as a as a venus ruled chart the imagery and the the brand is so important to me personally and I know with you with so much Venus in your chart the beauty and bringing the aesthetic together is so important but a lot of my clients in this space have have strong Venuses and so you really want to be able to connect that and to project that that next version of you out into the future and you know, get a glimpse into the future like yes yes (laughs) that's what it is it marks a moment in time and Mm. Every time I prepare for a photo shoot, I'm asking, Mm -hmm. what does future Lauren want to see reflected back? Yeah. What does future me want to see myself dressed in? And when I'm choosing Mm -hmm. outfits and I'm thinking about hair and makeup and I'm looking at spaces online, I'm constantly asking that question. I'm asking, what turns me on? Like, where do I get a visceral feeling and response Mm -hmm. to a place? And then I'm asking would future me be there? Would future me be really proud to be in that space? And would she be like, yes, I'm so glad you wore that outfit? Or would she be like, oh, you went for this cheaper option and it just didn't look as good? Like I'm just always asking. That's a great point. Yeah, Yeah, always using it. And a photo shoot, the investment that you put in comes back to you tenfold. It's Mm -hmm. an incredible investment when you take the time to be in your body to nail the vision, to have support, like having you there 
that last time was invaluable and I've just marked a line in concrete that's gone, I'm never not going to have a support person there with me, never again. I will never just do it with myself and my photographer again. Having you there just cannot praise you enough for your support there and getting that incredible B-roll imagery and just label. So you need support to execute and other eyes and opinions to execute an incredible photo shoot. Yeah, having that extra person to get the behind the scenes. I mean, now with the way that we work online, we have to have so much content. Yeah. So, you know, that stuff, like just capturing you and the photographer in action, like behind the scenes stuff, having a friend come along to a shoot or having a support person like you to kind of guide the shoot even better next level. Yeah. But even if you just have a support person at your shoot to capture that B-roll, that is a huge tip. Like, these days you need that extra, you know, make make the most of the photography that you're maximize getting. Maximise it. Maximise um, it. Get video. Think beyond still. That's my big yes, advice. Think, it's think definitely still, evolved beyond you've that think, now. You've got to, these days video is a must. It's an absolute and Those must. are things that currently AI cannot compete yep. with, although we know AI can create video, but, but getting these authentic behind-the-scenes stuff, that is that is not an AI thing yeah. and that is something that you can add huge amounts of value and power in mm-hmm. your business when you do that. Yes. And going back to the underlying work that you're doing all the time, like the photo mm-hmm. shoot experience, having you there to kind of help people to get on the stage and get themselves out, like get that essence out or channel their essence or, you know, really be seen mm. for who they are, that is beautiful stuff. But there's so much stuff that goes on underneath that. Yes. And I don't want us to kind of gloss over it with you can just get new photos. Yes, you can absolutely get new photos. But there's so much that's going on kind of underneath and before you actually get into that space mm. in order for you to be able to bring that to the table. And that's what I'd love for you to share a bit more about is like, this concept, which I was really fascinated by and part of the reason why I got involved as a client of yours in the first place was this concept of where are we being the little girl, quote unquote, in our Uh, business and where do we need to step up Mm -hmm. and become that red-blooded woman, Mm -hmm. as you put it, you know, how do we know if we're doing that? How do we know if we're being the little girl? And I think sometimes I think photos can really show us if we're in our little girl or if we're in our woman in business. Yeah. Yeah. So some aspects of the little girl being at the helm of our business, of our body, of our bedroom, some things that I work closely with women on is most of all people-pleasing, most of all contorting yourself in order to try and control how someone responds to you and how they see you. And that people-pleasing doesn't come from I want to help and serve, like that's the cover story, but Mm. it's a deeper sense of like I don't want to be seen this way. I want to be seen as this by this person, so I'm going to act in this way in response to them to try and control and manipulate that. It's a method of self-protection that women undertake when it wasn't safe 
to fully be themselves as a little girl throughout adolescence, that mask has just kind of stayed there in order to make sure that you stay safe. But I want you to know that the power and pleasure that you know that's available to you that you can't quite tap into, it comes when we come to a point where we let the little girl be fully expressed through play and adventure and other means, but we're not asking her to make big, bold decisions as women at the helm of our business. And that happens in client interactions. It happens in interactions with your team. I'm always asking, how can I be my most powerful, authoritative, honest self in this interaction? Because I know that when I, for some reason, would default to people-pleasing, I'm saying to that client, this is okay. This is okay Mm -hmm. to do. And it's not because at the end of the day, a cost comes to both parties. One party can't fully see and experience the person doing the people pleasing. The other party feels drained, out of alignment, bitter, resentful, has a cry about it, goes, why is it not fair? Why is I'm having a tanty? By the way, I'm all for having a tanty. I think it's a great release. <laughs> Just do it in private, get it out, and then like, yeah, get back to it. <laughs> get back to it. So go there, do that, have support in private to do that. Just the risk is, and this is what I really want to say, so please hear me, the risk of not tending to your little girl and letting her play and express freely is that she runs your business and there's a lot of repressed, erotic, sensual, powerful, magnetic energy that can't get expressed that ends up bleeding into your business in some way in that you're not fully satisfied, you're not role modeling the things that you talk about with your clients, you're blocking money or you're not having powerful conversations or you're not setting clear agreements with people and they're left feeling confused or they want to break up the client-coach-mental relationship. Your oppressed energy running your business is always Mm. going to be a problem. It's always going to come back to bite you. So the more you express that beautiful little girl, let her go out there, and the more you decide to step into your woman, stop being a martyr, stop people-pleasing, stop saying, I can do it all by myself. No, you can't. We all need support. We all need to be seen. And when we're seen in private, it is so much easier to be seen in public. Just Mm -hmm. that is your training ground. Be seen in private and going out into the world, knowing who the fuck you are, what you stand for, what your standards are, what your truth is, piece of cake because you are unshakable in your identity. So how important is that? I would say it's imperative and I would say the best time to address and elevate from your little girl operating system to your climactic operating system, it's always now and it's always available Mm. to you. Yeah, love it. There's always a little bit more work to do on that, especially if you've been in that zone of operating for a very long time. You know, you've got to constantly, I know myself in business, I've got to constantly check myself and be like, wait a moment, are you being, you know, are you doing this from the right place? Like you say, like Mm. get yourself back into the place of power. It doesn't just apply in business, right? It applies in life because where have we been showing up as a little girl in life instead of as the woman 
in charge, you know. We can easily dismiss that. But if you really kind of look at yourself and go, okay, it can show up as being a bit of a victim, I think, in some Mm -hmm. circumstances instead of taking responsibility and acting to change things. But certainly in business, it can show up in client relationships. And I know that was my experience, you know, when I first started working with you where I was really trying to reset some dynamics in my client relationships, but I was finding that really difficult because I kept deferring to my little girl instead of, instead of stepping up, instead of, you know, stepping up as the woman in business. And that's been like this, this very interesting journey over the past couple of years. So I think these were, as like I've said this millions of times, everybody knows I'm a huge fan. I think this, that work is just so important. Yeah. Um, for us as women in business that we need to acknowledge this shadow side. Yes. You know, yeah. Where is this little girl operating and where can we kind of, yes, allow her to have mm-hmm. her tantrums, allow yeah. her to have her fun, yeah. but come back, center ourselves yeah. as the woman in charge and then allow that to be expressed through the messaging, yes. through the photos, through the client interactions, all of that. Yeah, um, all of that. Well put. Yeah. So as it's obvious, I'm a huge fan of your work. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you do know that Lauren has been on this show before, that Lauren and I have worked together, that she was my mentor from, you know, the last couple of years. And now we've we've actually switched roles a little bit in 2024 at the end Just of 2023. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm now her cosmic business support, I guess, advisor and copywriting advisor because what I blend, yeah. the way it works is it's a blend of you know, looking at what's going on in your chart, looking at what's going on astrologically for you, but also, you know, with my understanding of marketing and copywriting, being able to really help you hone the message Mm. and make sure that it is aligned Mm. with who you are, you know, naturally, your natural natal energy from that birth chart. And I guess I'd love for you to just look back at, you know, why you wanted to do this with me in the first place and what's kind of come out of our journey together and so far, because we're still, we're still on the journey. But yeah, what was it that kind of drew you into this idea of getting more connected with your own astrology chart and working with that to, to amp up your messaging and, and your clarity and that kind of thing? Mm. Well, first of all, I'll speak fast because I've got a lot to say. <laughs> Imagine we'd need a whole other episode for it where I just blubber through my words for 45 minutes and go, it's been amazing, it's changed my life. But really the origin point was like I obviously always loved your work. I loved the mission. It made total sense to me. Like you had, a, you came to me with a bit of doubt and I was just like, this is a no-brainer. just such a it was so clear to me it felt so good it felt so grounded and solid which is very much your charts I've since learned and I've always loved astrology I've never told you but I did a little project in year seven or eight a science project which was following my Libra horoscope every day and saying whether the things came true or not like doing a scientific study I haven't told you that but I've always loved astrology but I never had depth with it and it and I say this to you even today I say astrology is so beyond me like I don't want to actively learn all of it I just Mm. have no 
compulsion to do that. So what I love, and that's a really good thing because what I love is you're just my oracle and can just tell me what I need to know when I need to know it. Like I don't want to know everything. I just want to know how does it apply to me? How can I apply it like in this moment? Mm. And then I'll forget what the fuck Pluto does. Or like, <laughs> and then you remind me in however many months. Like then that's good. Like I just want what I need when I need it. And I knew that I'd I knew that that was accessible to me if I worked with you, that it would just be, it's so much more than that. I'm not doing it justice, but I knew that I just wanted that access. Just tell me what I need to know for me so that I can leverage my power, my pleasure, my talents. I know I've got gifts and I know I'm made of magic, but the reason why I needed to work with you is because that magic wasn't grounded and I couldn't ground it on my own. I remember last year in 2023, just sitting there going, I'm just waiting for the magic wand to show up in my life, but hadn't was not looking for the magic. I was just like waiting for some, I was waiting for something out there to ground me and I didn't yeah. have, nothing was coming through until we were in conversation again. You help, you are an integral part of one of my offers as an astrologist expert, astrology expert. And then we started the conversation and you're a bit, you, I'll never forget you going, you go, what are you doing? What are we doing? <laughs> but I needed that. I needed someone to go, like, what are you doing? You are just pulling stuff out and throwing it out to the wind. And the more I did it, the more I was losing my magnetism and the less my offers were working. I just knew I wasn't in my full power. I needed to get back. So since mm-hmm. working with you over the last number of months, It's just been this rebuilding of my business, but also repurposing of my messaging and being Mm. smarter about what I do, more organized, like it's just not my strength. I've got other incredible strengths, but that's not quite mine. Creating an order and a process and a sequence, just cleaning up my business so that I'm not reacting to it as much as Mm. I was. And I want to give myself credit. I've done some amazing things And those things can only be more amazing and more impactful, which is the point if they are grounded in more of the methodology and the strategy. And so Sophia knows my birth chart. There's like, there's no earth in my chart and there's hardly any water. It's fire and air. And so because of that and because of my physical body being so fiery as well. I need that earth that you've got to support me to grow something that I want to grow that I could not do on my own. I want to emphasize that, could not do it on my own. I'd still be peddling today Mm. if you hadn't just been honest with me and said, what are you doing? (laughs) Like you knew that I had it in me, but you could also see that it just wasn't what it could be without the strategy piece. And that was really powerful for me to have someone say that to me. So don't ever afraid to be honest with people if you're listening. Cannot tell you how fucking refreshing honesty is to say the thing. And you know what? That can steer someone in the right direction that just wasn't available when they're in their own head and in their own reality. Mm. Yeah. So I'm immensely grateful. Immensely. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're not unlike many entrepreneurs who have all of the fire, all of the ideas and inspiration Mm -hmm. and just need a way to kind of ground it and make it tangible and make it work. 
Yes. Because I see the brilliance. You know, the brilliance mm-hmm. is there. Like I'm, you know, I, I, like we've been talking about this whole conversation. The brilliance is there. This is something that is really needed, and you know, the way that you express it, what you can do with it, is amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sometimes it needs that grounded strategy and the methodology that just keeps it working because it's a business and businesses need that foundation in order for it to kind of that engine to keep moving along. Otherwise you end up in that boom and bust creation phase. (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm not an expert on your human design, but I know this is kind of a manifesting generator thing as well. Right. (laughs) Where it's like, you've got all this, all these ideas and all this excitement and surges and And all of that stuff. And obviously I'm a generator, so I can't just keep on going. Well, you know, within reason. But sometimes you just need those huge ideas and that passion and that inspiration and those creations to be brought into a tangible form in a kind of methodical way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That really resonates. I'm really, my surges are incredible as a man, Jen. And the whole thing is we are out of the box thinkers. We want to skip steps. Mm. I love skipping steps. I love just going straight to yeah. like the organ, mm. like the peak experience part. And yeah. what you've taught me is reminding me, I should say, is mm. that there's a lot of pleasure in the foreplay and the preparation and the setting the space. And the, just to use that bedroom metaphor, that there's so much pleasure in that part as well and it can make and it does make the orgasm even better than when you rush through (laughs) yeah you're leaning back into like the sensuality of this this slower pace right so it's been it's been absolutely incredible you are yeah i'll shout about you from the rooftops it's like i want to tell everyone about you but i don't (laughs) (laughs) you're my secret weapon and i'll let you all to myself but in all, but in all seriousness yeah your work is so powerful for so it's the energy it's the magic it's the cosmos it's the strategy piece it's all of that rolled into one really powerful experience and I just can't even see the future where you're not a part of it <laughs> I can't even see that far <laughs> awesome love it love it well I love working with you and I'm really excited to see what's going to come through this foundation that we're building together as well mm. so why don't you tell us a bit about how people can work with you because as a former client obviously highly recommend it and I know you've got some amazing stuff coming up so what's the best way for people to connect with you what's the first step that they should take yeah the first step is I have an incredible training about elevating and stepping out of your little girl operating system and into your climactic operating system it's short it's to the point it's visual, it's tangible. You'll be able to feel and experience exactly how you can move from this current state that's running your business, maybe even your bedroom, and what is the more that is available to you when you experience what it is to be climactic and the range of and breadth and depth of experience that's available to you. That would be the first point I recommend. It's like a it's a private training between you and I. 
Another way to really experience the visual, my love of beauty or my Venusian charm is through Instagram, Lauren White AU, where I really love matching the music, the visual and the words together. It makes my inner teen who made mixtapes incredibly happy and satisfied. (laughs) So I love Instagram and my offers that are out there at the moment, Climactic is my peak offer and you step into a climactic private intensive. We look at your business over a half day. You will experience luxury. You will experience revelation. You will be illuminated as to what are the current bottlenecks, energetic bottlenecks that are happening within your body and business and how we can relieve you of those bottlenecks so that you can activate that climactic energy and infuse it into all aspects of your business, who it is that you work with, how it is that you receive money, how it is that you speak, how it is that you hold yourself, all of it. So we do that over a half-day experience and you can see that, get a taste of that through my climactic program page. Awesome. It sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for people to experience that with you. So me too. Yeah, I will put all of the links into the show notes for everyone. You probably can hear the baby right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to go. But, um, yes, I'm really excited for everyone to get to know more about your work and your upcoming podcast. It's not going to be out there when this episode airs, but when it does air, Mm -hmm. I will be letting everyone know about that as well so you can't wait really excited to to see what comes next thank you so much for joining me again to have this chat about taking our power back and getting more visible and getting our our true authentic essence out there into the world so absolute pleasure and likewise and i can't wait to have you on the podcast in the very near future. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks, Sophia. Thank you. Thanks for joining me on the Cosmic Business Breakthrough. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, head to sophiapalace.com or follow me at sophiapalace over on Instagram. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful and share it with a few friends. Thanks again, and I'll speak to you next time.